0: Hi, Stacy.
1: Hey, Tim. In their neighborhood is a show where we bring in people to elaborate on what exactly it is that they do in the community, so that we can recruit more volunteers for them, educate about the nonprofits that we have, and really we want to connect volunteers with their volunteering vision. We
0: have amazing, amazing organizations in Peoria that rock and make Peoria rock.
1: That's right. Peoria is an awesome place, and. If we just take the time to give back, then it's going to be that much better.
0: Our goal is to help people that kind of want to volunteer, but maybe are a little afraid of volunteering, give them the opportunity to volunteer in an easy way and get to know the organizations before they even get involved.
1: Being a volunteer hero.
0: There you go. We're looking for volunteer heroes. Yep, that's what we're doing. We're uh, looking for those volunteer heroes that um, help out Peoria and make Peoria a better place.
1: That's right. Welcome back, Tim. Oh,
0: thanks. You did a great job with your three guests there.
1: Thank you. I think we all played as a team.
0: Was it a challenge?
1: I mean, Mike's a huge help, so that makes everything go better. Um, but we missed you.
0: It's oh, nice thanks. having
1: multiple people to <laughs> chat with.
0: Yeah, I so, have a different viewpoint, but totally you did awesome. I, I was enjoying. Uh, the equator for a little bit and enjoying time in the Philippines. And
1: You had to go as far as the equator to get away from us,
0: huh? I <laughs> tell you, sometimes you need to go out of the country to see mm-hmm. different things and there's a lot of poverty there mm-hmm. and uh, there's a lot of people that are happy, you know, so uh, it's kind of an interesting thing. So... Uh, Today we have Matt George from Children's Home. Welcome. Thank you. It's been a while since you've been in. Mm -hmm. Um, Refresh everybody's uh, understanding of what Children's Home
2: is. Well, Children's Home, we have 450 employees, but uh, what's what's interesting about Children's Home is we've been around 153 years. That's awesome. And so when you think about 1866 is when Children's Home was formed, I mean, it's just an honor to be part of an agency that really has the longevity and history here in Peoria, but uh, kind of an interesting note if you think about it is that there was an issue where there was a need for a children's home mm-hmm. in 1866. Uh, right now, in current day, we have 53 programs um, and they're big programs. We're a $30 million budget. Uh, we're the largest social service uh, agency outside of Chicago and um most people don't know this but we have 1700 kids that flow through our agency wow. every month not year so it's 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 a constant something going on and uh our team that we have out of those 450 it is just an amazing sight to see the impact and um, the mission really is to take care of kids and families and the community. But but what it comes down to is this team changes lives and saves lives. And I, I think that is something that is that hidden gem piece in the community that most people don't read about uh, or hear about a lot. But I get to see it every day. It's Very really cool. cool. Yeah. So is it foster care? Is it... It's... It's a lot of things. We have uh, foster care is one piece. It's an important piece. We have over 200 foster care families. We have 200-plus kids in the system in the foster care system. We have residential, so our youth farm campus, we have 50 kids out there from all over the state. Um, At our youth farm campus, we have 100 employees just out there taking care of those kids. And those kids um, are... uh, labeled youth in care you hear kids where they say they're in the system Um, those kids uh, are out there and some of them don't have families some of them have been um, dealt a very very bad and sad hand Mm -hmm. and uh, we're a very high-end facility so we get a lot of kids that uh, that need our help and that's a fun piece of it another piece is behavioral health we we do all of the behavioral health for zero to age 21. And so we work with Unity Point and if there is um, a crisis, uh, children's homes involved with it. So we get okay. all of the SAS screening calls, the crisis calls, 24-7. We have staff on call at all times. And at times, from midnight to 6, we may get 6 to 10 calls on an, in a night. Uh, average about 180 calls a month and uh, they range from anything and everything that you can think of that has to deal with crisis. Um, Another piece is we have our uh, Good Beginnings program, and our Good Beginnings programs works with young mothers and families, and we work with kids zero to three. And so what happens, that, that group takes care of young mothers to make sure, and we, Um, we stay with that family for the first three years to make sure they understand what well checks are, to make sure they go to the doctor, to make sure they have opportunities that um, they may not have without children's home. Another piece is uh, um, our youth service program. And these are some of my favorite programs. We have uh, homeless youth. We work with all kids in the community, whether it's teen reach programs, whatever it may be. Um, The thing about Peoria that's interesting is we have 1,700 kids, like I said, flow through our agency. Mm-hmm. But if you look at Crittenden and you look at the Boys and Girls Club and the Carver Center and all of these great places, neighborhood house, what's interesting about it is we all have a lot of the same kids because they need help in a lot of different areas. So we may be working with one of the families on something and then... Um, Boys and Girls Club may have something with one of the kids. And then over here, and so when I talk about all the time what we do and talk about how important collaboration is, mm-hmm. that's what I'm talking about is is more places need to understand that collaboration is king right now and not just talk, and they need to do something to help our community. We live in one of the nicest, best communities, that. but if you really look what's underneath your nose right now. There's a lot of stuff going on mm-hmm. and some of it's bad. And so I always say there's something good or bad that happens every five minutes. Um, and I get those calls every five minutes. And, but you have to take the good and the bad and be able to react in crisis. Our team does that and uh, react in a good way and a meaningful way to alleviate some of this pressure in the community. So those are just four or five of the focus areas that we have. Mm-hmm. We have many more.
1: Mm-hmm. It takes a village, right, to it, raise raise a child?
2: It does. And, and what I think, as I've gotten older and been in nonprofit my whole life, one of the most fun things is seeing the impact that a team can have on somebody. And it does. I, I mean... Um, It's in our wall in our boardroom, and it's my saying. We change lives and save lives. I say it all the time. And so if someone works in foster care and you say, what do you do? They say, I'm a foster care worker at Children's Home. I said, no. What you are is you change lives. We uh, we are one agency and we're one community. Mm -hmm. And so we have to work together, and our team really does a good job of that, and I'm very proud of them something I always say and that's part of the intro for for the
0: program was um, that the difference between a victim and a hero is a hero is somebody that's um, not thinking of themselves right and so boy it sounds like your place is full of heroes
2: well yeah you know what's interesting is um, and this is nothing against police or fire or military and all the all the heroes out there. They're great, and and I love them all. Um, But social, social service employees are in that same realm. They don't get the credit for it. But they are heroes. People do not understand what somebody, when they're helping somebody, whether you're at the Holt Center or whether you're at Children's Home or the Boys and Girls Club, the impact that that person has on that kid or that family, you can't measure it. And if that person was going to go out and do something bad, and they don't, it's hard to have an outcome. Right. Mm-hmm. But we know the outcome. And so I have been, in these last few months, really promoting team because, and I'm talking about social service across the board, not just children's home. People do not get enough credit for taking care of the people in need in our community. Certain sectors get credit, and they should. I mean, the fire, fire department does a lot of things people don't realize that they do. Mm-hmm. They're heroes, but so are our, our team. And uh, so is Boys and Girls Club's team. And people need to understand that and appreciate that, in my opinion.
1: That's a good point. I have a friend who's at Family Corps. You know, same thing. Like same do, thing. do Do people know what they get to see on a daily basis?
2: And the answer is no. I have um, a clue. You know, a question that someone asked me is, is I think it's a, a good question. It's an interesting question, but this was just recent. I had somebody ask me, what would happen if there wasn't a children's home? And, I, and my answer was very simple. You don't want to know. And you can say that about a lot of other agencies. And that's why I talk about and preach about collaboration and true collaboration, not fake. And there's fake collaboration out there because some people will not open their doors. And whether it's egos or whatever it may be, they will not do it because they're protect, protecting their sandbox. Mm-hmm. kind of get it, but I kind of don't. Because on the flip side is then you're really not helping the community. Right. And if you're not there for the community, then you probably shouldn't be in that position. And uh, I've been really kind of going out lately and and preaching that, and I think it's an important thing for boards to realize that you have a duty as a volunteer. Because board members are volunteers. So when you talk about volunteers, one of the most important pieces of volunteerism if social service agencies is a board, an engaged board, a strong board. People always relate it to, well, how much money do I have to donate? That's not what it's about it's not about that it's about what can you do to really make an impact um and you talked about being on the Holt board for nine years that's an impact that's Mm -hmm. a a part of your life that you'll never forget right and that's but it's the ceo or director's job whoever it is to make sure that that's fulfilling nine years and not just to fill a seat and check a box and i think a lot of times that happens and it shouldn't Mm
0: -hmm. so I think when we started this 2011, we were seeing a lot of protecting of the sandboxes, but it, we've really seen um, Peoria open up mm-hmm. and different resources, working with different resources quite a bit more. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: And they they should even more. I mean, I think there's probably 80% uh, upside of, of out there that still potentially could be collaboration out there. And uh, so, yeah, we've done better, but probably in my estimation, 20% better. Um, and so people really need to, to understand that. And some people don't care, to be honest with you. Some people go along, their, and that's fine too. But the people that are involved with community, day-to-day, volunteer, people that are employees of social service agencies, volunteers. I mean, we have a 1,000 volunteers, a 1,000. And so those people don't just say, I'm gonna volunteer to, be, uh, to help build my resume. They're doing it for a reason but you have to give them that reason, too. Mm-hmm. And I think at Children's Home, we do a good job of fulfilling that reason. I think, I think you gave a really good, I
0: think you've given the answer for this, but um, why did you get involved? Why, why? You said you've had a lifetime of nonprofit, but why did you do that?
2: Um, I grew up lucky, and um, when I was 16, a friend of mine died of cancer, and I couldn't believe it. And uh, sat next to me in my high school, and I was couldn't. And I thought, well, I'm going to do something for the family. And, and short of it is, did a fundraiser at age 16, raised $3,000, and I've been raising money ever since. And um, I still think of that that young man, and uh, went into college with that mentality, and did fundraising all throughout. 18, 19, 20, 21 years old, that, that event that I started is still going on in Champaign. Um, raised millions over the years. Um, and you, ha- you can have an impact, not just in your community, but you can still have impact in other communities. And I still go back for it every year. Uh, I still raise money um, uh, my hometown of Danville. And, uh, there's just, uh, there's a lot of need out there. And I I feel like that never leaves you every time I ever thought, man, I'm going to go for profit or I'm going to go try to do this. Um, it fades because if you see what I see and the impact that you can make, Mm -hmm. um, there's no dollar in the world really that can pull that out of your heart. Right. I mean, I feel every morning I get up, I want to run through a wall and, I'm not joking when I say that. I'm happy um, and because I know I can make a difference. I can't do it alone. Uh, you have to have the volunteers. You have to have the board. You have to have a great team. You have to have all of those things in place, and that's where the leadership piece comes in, and uh, that's how you can make an impact on community. And if you're not putting all of those pieces together, uh, odds are you're going to fail.
1: Mm-hmm. What kind of volunteers are you guys in need of or...
2: Well, I talked. To, yeah, I talked about um, boards, and we have a couple boards, and that's always an option. I'm always looking for potential new board members, but sometimes we have uh, volunteers that come and mentor the kids. We have a volunteer group that makes um, blankets for the kids at Youth Farm. We have a volunteer group that um, bakes birthday cakes for all of the kids at, on certain um, dates, and and so on. We have. Um, opportunities where um, we just had a group from Caterpillar come in and do landscaping for us. We have, um, and we have 11 different locations in town. So we have a lot of landscaping. And And uh, I think the list is enormous. And mm-hmm. so if, if anybody's interested, um, and you can still do things that aren't kid related. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes uh, volunteering. Um, I had one volunteer who so idea was to give time and help the kids and ended up uh she saw a need and ended up writing a check instead because the kids needed iPads for their um for their schoolwork and and, and so there's just so many different things that, that can happen and we're open to all of them. You can go to our website at chail.org and click the tab that says volunteers and there's a lot of different things you can sign up online and so on, but it's it's pretty fulfilling. It's pretty cool. We've got a good system.
1: You have some stories too, don't you?
2: I've got some good stories. I've well, got some tough stories too. Well,
1: I think we should share some stories.
2: Yeah, um, one of the tougher stories that um, it's really even hard to talk about. But we had a uh, I was at work a couple years ago, and it was real early. And I mean, it was 5:15, 5, 5:30, 5, and it was a couple of days before Thanksgiving. And what I wanted to do is just get caught up on emails before the holiday. And and no one's there on that big building in Knoxville. And that's kind of a scary building when you're in there by yourself. Oddly, I mean, you hear things and and so on. And um, um, I hear this faint knock on the door, and um, in the back. And you have to go through two secured doors to get to my office area. And and uh, Something just made me get up and, and go answer the door. I don't know why, um, it was pitch black, it was zero degrees out and there was a young man standing at the door and that young man, uh, I opened the door and asked him uh, what can I do for you and he had two different shoes on, he had pants on that were ripped and he had he was shaking uncontrollably and he had a... A pull-up on that was unzipped, and his skin was showing. And he looked at me, and he said, "I just need some something warm in my bones. I just need something warm in my bones." And I looked in his eyes, and um, I really—they were hollow. And I've—I've I've seen it about ten or twelve times in my life. When—and to me, it—this is my personal feeling, but their soul's dead. I mean, they just have no hope. And I—I uh, I bring them in, and got him something to eat. He told me he hadn't eaten in two days, and I got him um, some coffee, and, and uh, I got our team. I was texting our team that early, and they already started moving and saying, here's what we're going to do. Here's how we're going to coordinate this, and so on. And um, as I was sitting there, I looked at him, and this is the very short version of the story, but I looked at him, and I said, um, how did you know I was here? And he goes, because I slept in your dumpster. And that right there was the kick in the gut. And um, he had tears in his eyes, and he was still shaking. He was still cold. And um, we made sure that he was taken care of. So we collaborated with the um, Salvation Army, and had a place to stay for the next three weeks. We got him new clothes. We got him fed. And, and why we figured out where he was from, what he was doing, and so on. And our team goes into action. And our team sprung into action. Maybe it's because you got a, a text from me at 5.15 in the morning. <laughs> but but it, on the flip side, to too, is up. that's what they do. Yeah. And uh, um, that those types of stories... Each individual that works at Children's Home has their own set of stories. And the longer you're in the social service business, the more stories that add up. And I always say if you peel back my head there's a thousand stories. There's 500 good ones and 500 bad ones. And this just happens to be one that's heartbreaking. And the longer version is one that usually brings tears to, um, to a room because uh, w- what you're seeing is a 15-year-old boy who's on the brink of death. And there's nothing worse than seeing someone, no matter what the age is, um, in such peril that they, uh, they think it's over. And it's heartbreaking. And so it's our job to uh, use whatever power and use whoever we know and use our board and volunteers to make sure that that kid's taken care of. And out of the 1,700 kids that come through each month, Each of them is an individual, and it's an individual case. This isn't something where you can sit here and take 300 kids and say, okay, you're going to go over here. You can't do that. Each has their own mental issues or their own poverty issues or their own whatever it may be, and it's our job to take care of them. That's why I always say we change lives and save lives, and each person has their own.
0: More superheroes than Marvel and DC put together. Right? <laughs> that's
2: right. Well, I mean, we have 2,300 total social service agency employees in this, in this area.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And you probably know 10.
1: It's not enough.
2: <laughs> and it's not enough. And, you know, I, I'll tell you another thing. To prove that is if I could hire 900 people, I could hire that many people if they were out there. Um, that's the need just on what we do. Mm-hmm. Um, so the needs out there.
0: Well, our our time went really quick today.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it usually hey, does. We
0: we could sit here and talk another hour. I love your passion, love what you do, mm-hmm. um, yeah. and and the kids that kids the uh, adults that are, are helping and some of the kids that are volunteering and being involved are superheroes. Mm-hmm. And there's no other way around that. Right. Um, Give us your website where they can go to volunteer to.
2: It's www.chail.org. Www.c-h-a-i-l, Great. Do people still say www? I don't <laughs> know. <laughs> it's on yes. scale. Yes. Oh, by then. Chail.org.
0: Awesome. <laughs> yeah. We're here with Matt George of the Children's Home in Peoria, um, covering, nice. boy, how big of an area do you cover?
2: We cover, the, we have kids from all over the state. But, all over. Um, Probably seventy percent of our business is all within sixty miles, but that's tells you the the reach yeah. and the need throughout the rest of the state.
0: Doing good, and uh, in Peoria, it's it's I don't know. I hope that's an epidemic of people investing in, in, and putting into people. I think that's a an amazing thing to do. So it's
2: very giving community. It is. This is a great community. And it's a very giving community. Mm-hmm. Matt
0: George, uh, Children's Home, thanks so much for your time. Yeah, you. appreciate uh, it. Watch us on YouTube, Facebook, uh, I3 Broadband, Channel 17. And uh, thanks to WPEO for putting this on the air. Appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Have a good day.
2: Bye.